Hello and welcome to the Modern Salesman Podcast. As always, be sure to follow and subscribe for new episodes every week on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you choose to listen. We're also on Instagram, LinkedIn, as well as at our website, www.themodernsalesman.co. Thanks. Today, we will be talking all about the seven time management tactics every salesperson must know. We will also be answering time management and effectiveness questions from some of our readers and listeners like you. And finally, we'll go over our key takeaways that you can use to achieve your sales goals this week. Let's get into it. So today we'll be talking all about the seven modern time management tactics all salespeople must know. So as a salesperson, the most important resource you have or your organization has is your time. The number one thing you should be doing when you're at work is selling, but the number two most important thing you should be doing is managing your time. If you do this well, you can be more efficient and ideally sell more. So. Let's talk about the seven tactics you can use to do that. The first one is to put your best foot forward. So, I mean, have you ever arrived at the office just so excited to start your day? It's just going to be the perfect day. You're so stoked. It's a Monday morning. And then someone sends you an email that says, hey, I need you to come help me here first thing. Can you come to my office? Or someone knocks on your door. Hey, you know, asking, hey, I don't know how to use the printer. Can you help me with this? And one thing leads to another. And the next thing you know, your entire morning is gone. And those best hours, that time when you felt the best is now gone and it's been given to someone else and the next thing you know it's you know now it's after lunch you know okay well I'd love to get into that prospecting I was going to do but now I'm, I'm too busy catching up on the emails I didn't even get to check because my entire morning's been taken up doing things for other people and by the time you get around to doing the work you actually want to do you're drained you're decaffeinated and you're deflated so I mean whatever you do, don't let this happen to you. Put your best foot forward and do the work that feeds you first and foremost. Don't do anything else. Okay. Number two, stop getting sucked into emails. I mean, everyone I know seems to come into the office, check their emails for 20, 30, 40 minutes, maybe even an hour and just go through every single email and they're reading social media emails. They're reading emails from newsletters that they might subscribe to and just kind of reading through the daily news, which is what we're kind of trained to do. You know, you get up and you check your news feed and you watch the news on TV and then you come into work and you want to get the news from your email inbox of everything that I guess happened overnight. I mean, I'm not really sure what really happened overnight. You must stop doing this. Again, you're giving up that time that is key for you, that key amazing time where you should be doing the things that are going to feed your goals and you're giving it up to reading newsletters and answering emails that are really just tasks from other people. You know, maybe it's a service request from a client, maybe it's an internal meeting, maybe it's an associate asking you for something, but those are tasks that they're tasking you with so you can do them first thing while they're busy achieving their goals. So stop getting sucked into emails. Number three, stop multitasking because it's not working. 
You know, when we try and focus on completing way too many things at a time, our brain gets distracted and we lose so much of our time into confusion and overthinking and analysis and useless rethinking. You know, if you open up an email that you're going to send to a client, let's say, and you think so hard about it and you're kind of getting halfway through it and then the phone rings and it's your assistant and then you you answer the phone and you're dealing with, you know, something that, that they might need. And then you have to come back to that email with the client and determine where you were at before and see if you need, like you need to read through it again, basically, and go over it. I mean, it's just not conducive to getting anything done. Segment your day, do each thing individually, and you're going to break it up far better and actually get it done. Number four, accept the word no. Working in sales, you never want to hear the word no. All you want to hear is yes, 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 I want to go ahead on this deal. Yes, I want to sign. Yes, I love what you sent me. Yes, the proposal is perfect. You need to get to that no as fast as possible. A lot of prospects and clients, they just want to be nice to us and they know that we're working and they want to be kind. So they string us along and say, yeah, of course I'll check out that proposal. Yeah, you know, go ahead and drop a tentative contract, but they have no intention of actually signing. So you're kind of just really just spinning your wheels to, I don't know, have busy work. I mean, at the end of the day, what matters is how many sales you make, not how many proposals you sent. So you need to know upfront if it's going to be a no. You have to accept that no is a great thing to hear and know that the faster you get to it, the sooner you can move on to a client who's actually going to say yes. And that's when you'll actually make the progress. So look for that no, get to know as fast as you can and accept it. Don't beat a dead horse. Number five, Use templates, but please don't be a robot. Modern salespeople build real connections and close more business because of it. What doesn't close business is cheesy scripts, blanket emails, and impersonal dialogue that turns clients off. But despite this, you should use templates. So there's there's cookie cutter templates, or there are templates where you, you know, maybe it's saved as one of your um, Outlook signatures where you can drop it down. It's a new prospect email. You know, you want to say the same things to them more or less, depending on what you may have already gathered from them. You know, who are you? Where are you coming from? What are you looking for specifically? And what stage are you at in the buying process? Streamline this, write it perfectly once so you don't have to use all this time uselessly rethinking it and overanalyzing it and doing it fresh every time, but tweak it, make it personal. Number six, track your progress in everything. So, I mean, tracking your progress in anything is the only way to ensure you're actually making any progress. You know, I used to never track anything. Now I track like absolutely everything. I'm tracking how much gas I'm using, um, you know, what we're spending on our grocery bills. Basically what I'm saying is don't just track your progress towards your bonus. Track your progress consistently in every aspect of your process. How many calls am I making? How many calls am I succeeding on? How many proposals am I getting out there? How many appointments am I setting? You know, use these as your goals and then your final goal, which is sales completed, should just fall into place because you're hitting your other goals all the way along. So track everything. And number seven, stop working towards someone else's goal. 
I mean, the biggest thing getting in the way of your prime activities is doing other people's jobs and being a part of someone else's goal. You know, when someone asks you for help with something that they know how to do and, and you know that they can do it, they're making you do work for them. If you spend the best hours of your day answering phone calls from other people who are, you know, looking for you to do something for them, you are helping them achieve their goals and you're avoiding your own goal. And that's not going to get you anywhere closer to, you know, selling towards your own goals. I mean, don't be the the mean guy at the office, you know, who doesn't help with anything and is never available, but make sure that people know to respect your time. Make sure that they know that your time is valuable. And you know what? When it's between 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. and it's your prospecting time, you're unreachable. And if they need that help, they're going to have to wait because you're doing your job first. You're selling for you to achieve your goals first. So really, no matter what happens during your sales day, always remember to manage your time effectively because it's your most precious resource. Fight off anyone who wants to steal it and always guard it from your own bad habits whenever you can. Let's get into our uh, questions from our readers and listeners like you uh, for this week. Our first question is coming from David. David says, hi there. I work in an open plan office where we are all in cubicles without doors. People are always popping by and disturbing me to ask for different things and it's really getting in the way of my prospecting blocks. How can I create a barrier when I can't close a physical door? Thanks. Well, I mean, David, this is a hard one. I mean, you know, if you're lucky enough to have an office with a physical door, it's, it's easy enough to just close it, right? And maybe even put a do not disturb sign that says, don't disturb me right now, I'm working. I mean, you could even turn off your lights and people think you aren't even in there, which, which is another great thing to do. But uh, we don't all have the luxury of having a private office sometimes. So you need to maybe discuss with your coworkers and with your friends in the office there, different times when you need to be able to focus on your work and then let them know uh, some kind of a signal that you're going to be there and doing that work. So what I would do is create some kind of like a, you know, like a, a do not disturb light. You know, when in a recording studio, when there's that red light above the door or in a, um, well, I'm kind of dating myself here, but in a photography studio, when there used to be the light above the dark room so that people wouldn't just barge in and expose the photographs. Well, you need to create some kind of a system like that. Maybe it could be a little light. Maybe it's just a little flag, like on a mailbox. That's just, you know, if it's up, you're in your prospecting time and this is your do not disturb time. Um, if it's some of your management, let's say that's coming by or your team leader, you know, let them know that, hey, this is my important time. It's for me to achieve my goals, which are also your goals, you know, the management's goals. And I, I can't be available during this time if I'm going to achieve my goals. And, and they should understand this is when you're doing your best work and you need your space to be able to do that prospecting so you can get the business that you need. Uh, so basically I would say create a non-physical barrier and a signal that's going to let them know when it's your special time, when, when you're working towards your goals and you can't be disturbed. Okay, question number two today, uh, it's coming from Carly. Uh, she says, 
I'm wondering if there's a way to get to know faster without abandoning a potential opportunity with my customer, since they can be few and far between at times. I also don't want to be rude or too direct in asking them if they're serious about buying. How can I get to know faster without scaring them off? Well, Carly, I mean, you know, this is again kind of that thing that I was discussing earlier about how in sales, you know, we just want to get to yes, we never want to hear a no. And so many salespeople are deaf to the no's that they hear every single day. So, I mean, I, I think that you do have a, a good um, line of thinking here. We don't want to be too direct and we definitely don't want to be rude, um, you know, to ask them if they're a legitimate buyer or not. But it is important for us to effectively use our time by getting to that no faster so we can move on to better opportunities. So, I mean, what you need to do is don't ask directly, you know, don't say, are you serious about buying? You know, don't, don't be too forward about it, but ask questions that qualify that buyer um, as an actual buyer. So say, are you the final decision maker for this? Or is this going to have to go um, to another level or through an additional process? Ask them, what is the specific buying process? So we're not talking about a contract just yet. We're not talking about you signing on the dotted line, but from your end, is that going to be you who signs that contract or is it going to need to go through your company procurement or another party or a, a manager or executive there? Um, so just try and ask those qualifying questions that truly qualify them as an, an actual buyer. Um, if they're not, they're, you know, they're going to kind of shy away, you know, and say that, you know, well, it's my boss who might decide or, you know, we're, we're really not buying right now. And then you can ask them, you know, okay, well, then when will you be buying, you know, or can I speak to your boss and get to that person who can give you the real yes or no, not just uh, string you along with a, you know, just to, just to see your proposal and check out the offering that you have just to kick the tie which is wasting your time when you could be getting out there and reaching people who are going to give you that yes. So Carly, I would say be gentle, ask qualifying questions to ensure you're speaking to a legitimate buyer and give them space. Don't leave that opportunity on the table by being too pushy, but respect your time, give them the information they need and make sure that they're a true buyer before you, you know, proceed any further. Thanks. Let's talk about our key takeaways. Time is the most important resource you have as a salesperson. The only way you can achieve your goals is by leveraging your time in the best way. You need to always do your best work that's going to feed you first. Don't get sucked into other people's tasks that they might be assigning you or, or work that other people want you to do for them. Stop multitasking because you're only doing multiple things badly. Don't do two different things half bad. Do each thing well the first time. Start a task, finish a task, do it right. You need to accept the word no. So I know we're all trying to get to yes, but sometimes it's important to try and get to no because then we can move on to someone who will say yes. You need to use templates, but not be a robot. Templates can be good for increasing the effectiveness of your time and thus your productivity. So use templates tastefully. 
You need to track your progress in everything. So not just your progress towards your goals, but your progress towards how many prospecting touches you're making, how many are going through, how many proposals you're sending, how many contracts you're getting from proposals, and how many contracts you're signing, and then how many contract, uh, how many clients you're retaining. These are all things that you should be tracking, not just your progress towards your bonus. And finally, like I said before, stop working towards someone else's goal. Work for your goals first. Have a great week and happy selling.